everything that we do in our life, every feeling, every action is based on what we're thinking. It's based on the thoughts we're having and the average human has around 60,000 thoughts a day. I'm so excited about today's topic because learning about thoughts is something that completely changed my life. We'll be talking about the power of thoughts and also how it relates to science and most importantly, how it relates to being a Muslima. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Mariam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. I remember this one incident so vividly as if it happened yesterday. I was driving with my mom and my brother down a bridge, and we were enjoying our time having random conversations just, you know, just in a car. And suddenly something happened to the car. The car started to go super fast and we're on a bridge and I legitimately thought all three of us were going to die and it would be all my fault because I was the one driving. I couldn't believe that this was happening. All these thoughts started to race through my head. Are we going to make it? Are we going to survive? If we don't survive, what's going to happen? If my mom and my brother, something happens to them, like how will I live with myself? All of these thoughts start going through my head and the car was going at full speed. We hit the corner of the bridge, we tilted downwards and then we tipped over and the car started to fall and then I woke up. It was a nightmare. None of it actually happened. But I woke up in a panic. I thought it had actually happened. My body definitely thought something happened because my heart was pounding and I was sweating. The body actually doesn't know the difference between events that happen and events that are just thought of. This is why if you think of a stressful memory or a future worry, your heart will start to race and your body will start to go into fight or flight mode. The body's difficulty in distinguishing between actual actions and imagined ones is largely due to how the brain processes and responds to mental imagery. When you vividly imagine performing an action, your brain activates many of the same neural pathways used during the actual performance of that action. This can trigger physiological responses that would be very similar to those that you would experience if you're really doing the act. So our thoughts are so powerful. They're the single most important thing that determines how you live your life. Everything that you do in your life is to feel a certain way or to avoid feeling a certain way. And all your feelings are based on your thoughts. And guess what? Many of your thoughts are subconscious. Meaning that you're not actually deliberately choosing your thoughts. They're just happening. They're just coming to you. And you're just living your life based off of that. So the question would be, how did our subconscious thoughts come into play? Well, it starts from when you're a child. Everything you've heard, seen, and experienced, that is what builds your subconscious. And how the people closest to you think, that is how your subconscious starts to think as well because it picked up on it. And the more you go through life, the more certain thoughts are reinforced. The thoughts that are reinforced the most become beliefs. And these beliefs are what then form the new thoughts you have. So if you've heard the episode that I did previously, which was titled, You'll Never Know This About Others, then you'll remember that I talked about how everyone is wearing a unique pair of glasses to see the world. And these glasses are based on the beliefs that you carry. They become like the filter that you see the world through. And beliefs that have the most amount of thoughts behind them are the most deeply rooted. And these are the hardest to change because beliefs are what we at our core believe are true. We view our beliefs as factual. So all the thoughts that are formed on that belief are true to us. Except, guess what? 
Just because you think something is true doesn't make it true. Our thoughts are subjective. They're our opinions and opinions are not factual. For example, I grew up in a household where, you know, drinking water while sitting was just not accepted. I was taught that it was wrong to do. When in reality, there is no actual sin for drinking water while standing. Yes, it's recommended to drink water while sitting. But to the best of my knowledge, there are also hadith that narrate that the Prophet ﷺ drank water while standing sometimes. And so it's not wrong to drink water while standing. Another thought that was repeated quite often around me was reading the traveling du'a from Surah Az-Zukhruf. Every time I would sit in the car, my mom, or honestly anyone I sat in the car with, my cousin, just people, even myself, I got into the habit of doing this, is that we sit in the car, we go, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ سُبْحَانَ الَّذِي سَخَّرَ لَنَا هَذَا وَمَا كُنَّا لَهُ مُقْرِنِينَ وَإِنَّا إِلَىٰ رَبِّنَا لَمُنْقَلِبُونَ We would not start driving until we read this du'a, or it would be like the first thing we'd be doing while we're, you know, starting the car, starting to reverse or whatever. That'd be the first thing that would be happening is that we would be reading the du'a. And I know a lot of families, you know, we had this thing where our parents would read it out loud and we'd all read it together. And it became like this thing where it was like, every time you sit in a car, you read this du'a. And we'd all call it a du'a. But when you actually look into it, it's not us actually asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection while driving. So it's not quote unquote a du'a. The meaning of it is actually, glory be to the one who has subjected these for us, for we could have never done so on our own, and surely to our Lord we will all return. And so all we're actually doing is praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no asking for protection. So yes, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good, but there is no direct ask that Ya Allah protect us as we are driving. It's more of just, we're just praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so there are many beliefs that we walk around with thinking that they're true, because to us, they are true. And another good example for this is I've heard so many people tell me that they're not a morning person and they say it's too hard to wake up early in the morning. And, you know, I actually used to be one of those people. I used to think that being a morning person was very difficult. But then I started to ask myself, who said that? Why is it so hard? Have we ever actually stopped and really asked ourselves why we think waking up in the morning is difficult? Because what if we told ourselves it's easy? What if we told ourselves that we are morning people? I mean, we told ourselves that we're night owls, that we, we stay up late, that we sleep late. We've already told ourselves that. So why can't we just tell ourselves that we're early birds and start living like that? Our choices actually come from our thoughts. So how we think is how we act. And so if I think repeatedly that eating cake kills a person, then guess what? I will never eat cake again. Why is it that there are so many Muslims that never crave alcohol? Like me being one of them. I have never had the thought of, ooh, I wish I could drink that wine or whatever alcoholic beverages there are out there. I've never had that thought because I've told myself that it's haram. Us Muslims, majority of us have told ourselves that alcohol is forbidden. And so we're never tempted because we're convinced that it is haram. Whereas a non-Muslim will casually drink it because for them, they have no belief around alcohol. For them, it's just a drink. And so overdrinking is not a problem for many Muslims, but overeating is. Why? Because eating too much food is not haram. It's not quote-unquote haram. We don't hold that belief that eating too much is haram. So, and so it all comes down to how we think. What we believe to be true and untrue. And everyone holds different beliefs. Our thoughts are easily influenced by what we see, hear, and read. For example, if you ever heard about a new restaurant opening up and then you wanted to try it, and then you went on their Google reviews and you saw that the recent reviews that they've had is that the restaurant is terrible. And then you decide not to go and then you actually go around telling people that this restaurant sounded so nice, but it got terrible reviews, so you're not going to go. 
And then a friend that you just told that to decides the same thing and then automatically thinks that this restaurant is also not good. So now they have taken your thought and now you guys are believing this together. This is why reviews are so important. We get influenced so easily by our surroundings. We believe so quickly without stopping to even question if what we're believing is actually true. Because what if those reviews were because the restaurant was just slow in delivering their orders because it was opening week and the reviews were not based on the food, but rather the timeliness of the orders? What if the food is actually amazing? And now that they've hired more staff and have been open for a few weeks, they're actually a fantastic restaurant. You'd never know because you've already chosen to believe that this restaurant is not good. Until maybe a few months later when another friend tells you how good the place is and to not trust those reviews you read previously. Now all of a sudden you believe the restaurant is amazing because someone told you it is. And so thoughts can change so quickly. And so if they can easily be changed by outside influences, why don't we choose to change them consciously ourselves to make our lives better? Because we can choose the way we think. And what really gets me is that it's crazy that no one has taught us how to think. Because you can choose to think you are a morning person. You can choose to think that you eat clean food. You can choose to think that you don't like to put processed things in your body. You can choose to think that you love to walk. You can choose to think that you love to exercise. You can choose to think that you're an entrepreneur. The possibilities of what you can think are endless. And so if you want a different life, the first step to do is to start thinking differently. If you try on new thoughts, you'll have different feelings, which will lead to different actions, which will lead to a different life. And so if you're suffering from a lack of good sleep, tell yourself you sleep at 9.30 p.m. no matter what. Set that as a rule. Think about it. What if it was haram to sleep after Fajr? Like, really think about that. Of course, I'm not saying make something haram that isn't because sleeping after Fajr is not haram, okay? That is, I, I'm making that clear. Sleeping after Fajr is not haram, okay? But think about how different your opinion of sleeping late would be if you were convinced that sleeping between Fajr and Isha was haram. You sleep right after Isha no matter what happened in the world because you know that you can't sleep after Fajr. You would leave those parties at night. You would not hang out with your friends. You would not be watching TV. You're like, I only have a few hours to sleep because I can't sleep after Fajr. You'd become a morning person very quickly. And all that changed was your belief on the fact that sleeping after Fajr is haram. It's forbidden. All you did was just change your thoughts around that. And so your thoughts are extremely powerful. They shape your life. They actually shape how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is for you as well. There's a hadith that's hadith Qudsi that was narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu an where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said I am as my servant thinks I am. How you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is how he is. The word dhan is a verb in Arabic that actually means to think. That's how powerful your thoughts are. If you think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can get you married, then guess what? You'll live your life as someone who will get married and do the actions of trying to get married. If you truly think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always take care of you no matter what, then that is how you will live your life, free from any dependency on anyone except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The people in Gaza right now, may Allah have so much mercy on them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it so easy for them. Their belief that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of them is so strong that you can see them smiling while sitting in the rubble of their destroyed home. How you think is how you will behave in this world. At the end of the day, what makes a thought true is whether you believe it or not. You can choose to believe whatever you want. You can choose to believe that you're not a morning person or you can choose to believe that you are a morning person. So start choosing deliberately and consciously. Question all the thoughts that you've been having for several years. Question the beliefs that you've been carrying for years. Beliefs around topics like education, marriage, family, kids, parents, home, friends, food, habits, everything. 
And one amazing activity that I'd like to suggest every one of you to do that I have myself personally done several times is whenever your mind starts to feel overwhelmed, get a blank piece of paper and write down all the thoughts in your mind. Write down whatever comes to your mind like, I'm a bad mom, no one loves me, I'll never get married, a divorce is difficult, I'm all alone, I have no friends, sleeping early is difficult, next week is going to be hard, I don't have enough time. Write all of those thoughts out, write everything that's going on in your mind, and then go down the list and see which thoughts are actually factual and which are not. All the ones that I just said, none of those are factual. Every single one of those are not based on any hard evidence. And so you'll notice when you do this activity that there is a lot of things going on in your mind that are actually not true. So be conscious about your thinking and see how your life starts to change. Question your thoughts, especially the ones that are not serving you. That's all I have for you today. I really hope that this episode was helpful. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and give me a review. I'd love to read it. And if you want to talk to me directly, you can always DM me. My Instagram username is Mariam Aslam Official. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I'll end the way I always end. Make sure to make dua for someone today that you love. May Allah grant you all afia. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.